Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the... Course in Miracles podcast, lesson 57. I just had a um, Course in Miracles experience or uh, an experience where I'm having to apply the Course in Miracles quickly, and that is that I went to the Honda dealership, my my check engine light came on, and, you know, I go to Google, and there's a bunch of different things that it could be from very minor to very major, so I take it in there. It's 99 bucks to get it looked at, and um, he calls me like an hour later. I, I get the lift home. They Uber me home, and I'm hanging out at home waiting for them to call, and they call me, and he tells me it's like this $218 part. I'm like, ah, you know, that's that was kind of on the low side. I was sort of in my mind planning on spending $1,000 with some other things I had to get done too. So I'm like, all right, whatever. And I don't give him the go ahead to go ahead and fix it um, because they didn't have the part. And so he was trying to get me to pay over the phone. And then, then I would have to bring the car back later to get repaired. I'm like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Or in a couple days to get repaired. I didn't want to do that. So I'm like, well, wait till I get in there. So I, I, I get, I get back into the dealership and he's like, oh, you know what? Some bad news. It looks like it's also the catalytic converter. And I'm like, ooh, what's the damage on that? And, you know, it's like the, just the catalytic converter bill, the quote that he gave me was $2,700. And that's in addition to this other 1000 for, like, brake pads and, and all this other stuff. And, and my ego, right, my ego wanted to run away with this thing, right? So my ego... My ego wanted for me to suffer. My ego wanted for me to go on the downward spiral into this Dantean dimension of hell and turmoil and all of this other stuff and, you know, all of the other places that something like this could take it, right? So this is where the ego is particularly vicious and is hell-bent on you suffering, and I get that, like, the ego is you, but also, like, it's kind of like this crazy little man that lives inside your head, and, and I kind of caught it, and then I'm, I'm flipping back through the lessons, so today's lesson 57, but I'm going to use um, lesson 54 as an example, right, of, of how this kind of played itself out, so lesson 54 covered lessons 16 through 20, And lesson 16 is I have no neutral thoughts, right? So the place my ego wanted to take this catalytic converter scenario was like, I had been actually looking at a car at this dealership. Like I was getting my oil changed maybe a month ago. And, and this guy, the salesman there, like started chatting me up and all of a sudden I'm like ready to purchase a new car. I was just going to buy a brand new car on the spot. I'm like, I got to think about this, right? And he recognized me when I got in there today. So in, in my mind, right, I'm like, I bet that salesman told the other guy, you know, to tell me that my catalytic converter was broken and ruined so that I'll just, instead of like spending the $4,000 to fix the catalytic converter, I'll buy a brand new $35,000 car instead. And they're all talking about me and I must have sucker written across my head and they're not going to get away with this. They're, I'm just going to go to the other Honda dealership like that. That's where my ego wanted to take it. And can you feel that? Like lesson 16, I have no neutral thoughts. So can, can you, can you, sense the the lack of neutrality in that thinking there, right? And so I just kind of like, 
I just kind of paused. I'm like, well, you know, the, the car got me here fine. It's going to get me home fine. I'm really not that worried about it, right? Like, and I've been living in this new town anywhere where I can ride my electric skateboard everywhere anyway. I could even ride it to go surfing if I want. So I don't even really need my car, which is most definitely a blessing. But then I'm, I'm thinking back through the lessons covered in Lesson 54, and one of them is I am not alone in experiencing the effects of my seeing, right? So in, in other words, minds are joined. This is where we start getting into minds are joined. Now, I am not alone in experiencing the effects of my seeing of exorbitant catalytic converter bill. I am not alone in experiencing the effects of my thinking around that. So lesson 19 was not, I'm not alone in experiencing the effects of my thoughts. So I'm not alone in experiencing the effects of like crazy thinking about, around car repairs. I'm not alone in experiencing the effects of my thoughts around being screwed by people at auto dealerships. I am not alone, right? So minds are joined, right? So there are how many other people in the world have just today alone have had the experience of going into a dealership and getting a bill that they weren't expecting and then freaking out about it and then having their day be ruined about having their day be ruined by it, then posting something on Facebook, then everybody on Facebook starts to chime in. And all of a sudden you've got this, this, excuse my language, shit storm of, of thinking of thoughts, right? And and so you got one ego feeding off another ego, and then it just turns into this great big thing with or without like a peaceful resolution. But a peaceful revolution is it's in the, it's in the mind of, of the person who is faced with this sort of thing, right? So I just started to kind of, it was so weird because I was driving, I'm, I paid the 99 bucks just to, for the diagnostic, and I'm driving home, and I just started to feel like this overall sense of separation, from the, like the, the experience itself. So I just had this kind of like loose, it just had this really loose grip on me. It's like, you know, yeah, $4,000, like, you know, I'm, I could be dead tomorrow. <laughs> that's where my, that's conversely where my ego will take it, right? But um, it was just kind of like, I felt this, this kind of freedom around it. And I'm like, that, that's, Course of Miracles happens when life happens. Right? Course of Miracles happens when you have a circumstance or a situation over which you seemingly have zero control and you surrender the thing to God. Thy will be done. Right? So again, you will be kind of tested. Holy Spirit will kind of test you to, to see if you're passing the Holy Spirit test or the Course in Miracles test. So all that being said, we're going to move into Lesson 57, which covers Lessons 31 through 35. So lesson one, or 31, this is appropriate. I am not the victim of the world I see. How can I be the victim of a world that can be completely undone if I choose so? Which is exactly kind of what I did. It's like, I'm not going to give my power away to this stupid Honda dealership. My chains are loosened. I can drop them off merely by desiring to do so. The prison door is open. I can live simply, leave simply by walking out. Nothing holds me in this world. Only my wish to stay keeps me a prisoner. I would give up my insane wishes and walk into the sunlight at last. So this is all sort of like dictated by my thoughts. If I, if I notice where the ego wants to go with this stupid car situation, the prison door is in fact open. As soon as I have that realization, like I'm caught up in the world of the ego, I can release myself. 
And again, we've got 365 daily lessons inside of which we can practice surrendering our thinking to God. Lesson 32, I have invented the world I see. I made up the prison in which I see myself. So again, not to belabor this auto, this this dealership point, but it's I could allow this to be a prison that I'm making my that I'm making up for myself. The prison is all in the mind. All I need to do is recognize this and I am free. I have deluded myself into believing it is impos- that it is possible to imprison the Son of God. I was bitterly mistaken in this belief, which I no longer want. The Son of God must be forever free. He is as God created him, and not what I would make of him. He is where God would have him be, and not where I thought to hold him prisoner. So the Son of God must be forever free. So I'm the Son of God, you're the Son of God, and we can choose to not be prisoners as soon as we don't want to be prisoners. There is another way of looking at the world, lesson 33. Since the purpose of the world is not the one I ascribed to it, there must be another way of looking at it. I see everything upside down, and my thoughts are the opposite of truth. I see the world as a prison for God's son. It must be, then, that the world is really a place where he can be set free. I would look upon this world as it is and see it as a place where the son of God finds his freedom." Lesson 34, this is a really appropriate one for this particular situation. I could see peace instead of this. When I see the world as a place of freedom, I realize that it reflects the laws of God instead of the rules I made up for it to obey. I will understand that peace, not war, abides in it. And I will perceive that peace also abides in the hearts of all who share this place with me. That's a good one, lesson. It says in the initial lesson, in the initial reading of lesson 34, basically you just, you find a situation that is dissatisfying to you and you just say that over and over and over again. I could see peace instead of this. I could see peace instead of this. Again, over and over and over. Lesson 35, my mind is part of God's. I am very holy. As I share the peace of the world with my brothers, I begin to understand that this peace comes from deep within myself. The world I look upon has taken on the light of my forgiveness and shines forgiveness back at me. In this light, I begin to see what my illusions about myself kept hidden. I begin to understand the holiness of all living things, including myself, and their oneness with me. So I see myself as victimized by Norm Reeves Honda, Vista, California but my mind is part of God's. I am very holy. And, you know, to take the, the, the forgiveness pathway, let's say that the people at the dealership are in fact conspiring to get me to buy a new car. And I do it. I'm still not the victim of that if I choose not to be. And even if they were conspiring and they did have some sort of shady um, intention, I have, I have within me the power to forgive them and bring me and them one and all of the sonship one step closer to God or a couple steps closer to God. So it's not, as I've said before, like Course in Miracles, 
it, it, this isn't, this isn't stuff for the top of the mountaintop for the top of the mountain. This isn't stuff for the, 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 for being in the, that we apply, um, as we couldn't apply course of miracles if we were living in a cave in the Himalayas, right? This, this course of miracle stuff happens when life happens, so we are living life on life's terms and we are letting Holy Spirit, God, direct us and navigate us through this labyrinth of life um, in the most harmonious and peaceful way possible. It doesn't mean that life doesn't happen, right? Um, but we have a choice to do it with God or without. And without God is sort of the ego and where it wants to take you and the places it will have you spiral. And with God, it's going to be the path of least resistance. Thanks again for tuning in. I will talk to you next time. Have a